Hi team. Today's episode is a bit of a journey. I started recording with the anticipation to record over a brief period of time, like over a day or two, and instead just sat down and recorded the entire fucking episode. Um, classic. So it is a bit of a journey. Please, if you find talking about suicide, suicidal tendencies, self-harm, bullying, anxiety, depression or other mental health disorders um, triggering, please don't listen to today. Um, uh, I also, uh, as part of my coping to deal with my previous history with mental health, I use uh, humour to cope. Um, So I do make a joke about my own uh, suicide attempt at the end. Please uh, don't come at me for it because that's how I cope. Um, You don't get to decide how I cope with things. Um, But yeah, please enjoy the episode. I don't know if you will. It's pretty sad. But anyway, it's fine. Have a great day. Bye. recording a episode about my worst fuckboy experiences but I and I got like I to be fair I got a fair bit of the way through it but I realized that I don't have the mental capacity to talk about that right now and I went to record it and I got like, like I said, I got part of the way through it a few times. But I'm just fucking exhausted. I'm so tired and I'm so sore and I'm just buggered. Like, I don't know what it is, but I'm just, something's not right and it's just taking a really big toll on me and it's been this way for a little while now, which is, for me, it's sad. Like, I find it sad because I know and I can identify that I'm not, like, performing at peak performance, like, and this is like across the board this isn't just with the pod which has been on the back burner the last two weeks because of moving and trying to make sure that my life is organized while I move and all the rest of that shit but for me it's also within myself like I'm just fucking buggered I'm exhausted I'm tired I'm like I'm finding work really challenging at the moment because I'm not super engaged. Um, just And that's purely because I just haven't <coughs> had a heap of stuff to do. Um, but I don't know, there's just something at the moment going on where I just can't, I can't focus and I'm just not feeling a hundred percent with it mentally physically or emotionally and I think that's really hard for me to come to terms with because because I 
pride myself on being able to like have my shit together at all times that's just how I have always wanted to be and especially recently that's what I am striving to get to now and I had it so good and like it is getting there I definitely feel better than I did last week but I'm just knackered I'm just so tired and I just I don't know I feel like I can't catch a break So today I'm going to be talking about my mental health and what my experience has been over the last uh, four, 10, 11 years of dealing with mental health issues within myself. Um, so yeah, that's what today's episode is going to be. It might be a little bit flatter than usual and I am really sorry that uh, I'm not sorry let me let me start that again it might be a little bit flatter than usual and if talking about um, suicide and self-harm depression anxiety panic attacks are potential triggers for you I'd advise you to stop listening now um, Because I'll probably get really deep today because you know it's important that I verbalize what goes on for me um, because I do I do need to get it off my chest and uh, I do need to ensure that I'm being honest about it um, and I know that I have wonderful people in my life who are at the moment really worried about me and my health um, but yeah, today's probably just going to get real deep. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a bit much. So obviously the stress of moving last week was colossal. Um, I don't think I've ever genuinely been that terrified in all my life of doing something um, which was like kind of wild to me because I'm not one to kind of um, you know I sort of just get shit done and keep on keeping on and I think for me it was just a big shock to my system to like for so much like I don't know it was a lot like it was a fuckload it was a lot it was a lot and I think for me personally having that time off so I took a week off when I moved last week and I'm so thankful I did because if I had have tried to move over a weekend like I did last time I would have probably died 
like literally died um so it was kind of nice not having to worry about that but at the same time it was stressful because I only had a week and um I let myself get into the mentality like oh I've got all week when in reality I shouldn't have been thinking like that I should have been thinking I only have a week like um <clears throat> I just think I took uh, I just think I have been taking the fact that I do have no time pressures or constraints on moving out of my other house for granted so like I still haven't moved everything I own to my new house like at all even close I still have a fair amount of stuff that I've got to bring over and um yeah I just but someone's just not feeling right within my head at the moment and um, I can't work out what it is or why. But it's just kind of fucking annoying, to be honest with you. For There's no other way to describe it. It's just fucking irritating because I just want to feel normal. And right now I don't feel normal at all. And... I don't know. I'm just exhausted and like that's the thing for me that's like confusing as fuck because I'm just so fucking tired and like I've never felt this tired in all my life and oh just fucking knackered and it's like when I get depressed I get tired and so I don't know if it's my depression making me tired or if it's my life making me tired and I just like genuinely can't tell the difference anymore and that's fucked to me like that's what's worrying me is that I'm literally fucking exhausted and I don't know whether it's because I'm sad and depressed and just a hot mess or whether it's because I have something wrong with me. And like, it's annoying because I'm recovering from like being sick. I was really, really sick for a couple of weeks. Like I've obviously just moved. So that's like a big thing. Um, I just got my period. Not that that's relevant, but that sometimes tires me out. Like I'm just like, oh my God, I just don't know what to do. And it's just crap. And it's just frustrating because it's impacting on how I work and, and I hate that. I hate that it's impacting on how other people are seeing me because, and it's not like my work's having like completely negative impact. It's just like, like this morning I couldn't get out of bed for an extra hour into my work day because I had a migraine that knocked me over within the first hour of my day like I woke up at eight which is late because I'm working from home today but I woke up literally opened my eyes and thought I was dying got up had like did a few things 
got back into bed and went back to sleep for an hour. Woke up again at like quarter to ten. What was that? Like after ten o'clock because I just couldn't. I was so exhausted that I just couldn't get up and off my ass to go and like do stuff because I'm just fucking tired and I think like it's not that I'm embarrassed by that I wouldn't say I'm embarrassed I think it's I feel like I'm letting people down I think that's where my issue is I think I'm letting people down and even if I'm not letting people down like right now I'm not really on any projects at work so I'm on one project that's like pretty cruisy it's not a huge amount of I don't want to say it's not a huge amount of concentration because like I do have to work on it and I do like I'm learning so much on it but it's not demanding all of my working time so I do have time to do other things like yesterday I helped people move from our old office to our new office and like um, I've been able to follow up some stuff with one of my clients because I need to do this that and the other on their network but I can't because of this like It's given me an opportunity. I've done a lot of learning. I've done a lot of work in business development. Like there's so many things that I have done, except that I feel like, I don't know. I'm just tired and I'm scared that my tiredness is going, like is leading to the point where I'm not working. Like I feel like it's a vicious cycle where because I'm not, under the pump 24 7 I'm getting tired like I'm getting bored which makes me tired which means I'm not working 24 7 like just a big vicious cycle where like do you know what I mean like does that make sense like because I'm not under the pump wait hold on let me start again and this is what I mean this like scatterbrain thing oh my god I've just done it again I've just changed subjects in three seconds but like because I'm not working on an engagement like five days a week, seven and a half hours a day, I'm a little bit like sitting there twiddling my thumbs kind of vibes, which makes me tired because I don't have heaps to do. Which then because I'm tired, I take time off so that I can recover or like I take time out of my work, like I change my work hours so I can recover which means I'm not as much under the pump during business hours because I work later at night so that I can, like, that's my prime time. But then I'm more tired. Like, it's just this vicious cycle of, like, making myself tired through inaction. I don't know. Something's just not sitting right inside my body and my brain and I just can't put my finger on what it is and that's really frustrating for me. But I think it's my brain causing my body to react. Like I think my brain not being engaged all the time is what's causing my body to not be engaged all the time. And like that's really frustrating because I don't get it. A huge amount of say in what I do at work so I can't really turn around and be like yo I need more because that's not really an option that I have so yeah it's just tough it's just frustrating it's tough 
and yeah that's where I'm at current mood hmm and I think not feeling productive is something that I've always really struggled with so I was that kid in primary school that like if I was bored I wouldn't work like my kindergarten teacher thought I had learning difficulties because I um I she used to give me stuff that was too easy for me so I wouldn't do it and um I think yeah I've just always been one of those kids that has to kids I say that like I'm still a kid I've always just been one of those humans that like has to be under the pump and challenged in order to succeed and that's not necessarily a bad thing for me I think it's quite good for me because it means that I do work like I work pretty damn hard to make sure that I'm doing the right things and to get things right but I think at the same time it's a double-edged sword of like if I'm not engaged how am I meant to succeed I know Eddie that was a big sigh you've had a hard day haven't you and I think again it's just one of those things where my depression gets pretty bad when I'm not being productive so and like I'm not depressed right now well like I mean I am because I just live with depression it's just one of those things but um like it's not debilitating like I'm still functioning and it's not like um My depression isn't bad in terms of what it normally is so my depression when it gets really bad I get like suicidal ideation and thoughts and I uh, do really impulsive things that probably aren't great for my mental health I um, usually make dumb decisions uh, there was a period of time where I used to get depressed and then I would drink um, and do something stupid, ruin a friendship or something. Um, you can, what you can hear now is Alice uh, having a snort while she has a scritchy scritch. Hello baby, you want to say hi? Anyway, um, whereas it's not that for me right now, like I'm not, I don't, I haven't thought about killing myself, I haven't thought about like anything like that, I'm just like, I'm tired, I'm tired and I'm not engaged and like that's it really to be honest, like, um, yeah. Mm. 
anxiety hasn't been that bad either I don't know like this is the thing is that normally like when I'm this exhausted it comes down to either being super fucking anxious or super fucking depressed and like yes I was super fucking anxious like the last two weeks because of moving I've been super anxious since I exchanged on my house actually I've been super anxious since the offer got accepted like it's just always been in the back of my mind nagging I think maybe like the exhaustion is coming from the fact that it's just this like enormous colossal giant magnificent sense of pure relief that especially now that I'm in like so I don't know whether it's that last week was huge last week was the anniversary of something that happened last year it was like the first anniversary of something and it was the hardest thing I've ever had to go through and so I think there was a lot of anxiety and a lot of grief last week so I think I'm just recovering from that plus my sickness but I'm just like I'm exhausted you know and like it's just frustrating because I feel like I'm not operating at peak performance And, like, I don't know. It's just fucking annoying. Because I know I can do better. But I just don't know what... I don't Because I don't know where the issue is stemming from, I don't know what I can do to fix it. And that fucking pisses me off. Like, I... I want to know what I can do to fix it. I want to know what I can do to make this better. I just... I'm just really irked. Like, I'm just annoyed. I'm annoyed about so many things. Just frustrated. But anyway. Part of me wants to talk a little bit about my mental health journey because I think it's important to share what I've been through uh, in the hope that others will either relate to it or you know what no it's just relate to it I just want to be able to share so that people who've been through the same thing can resonate or people who are currently going through the same thing can like acknowledge what they're going through I think the hardest part of I think the hardest part of having a mental health issue is A, identifying, and then B, accepting it. And I don't, when I say accepting, I don't mean just copying it and, like, lying, copying it lying down and rolling over and accepting, like, that nothing's ever going to change because you will always have the ability to change it. However, I think... I think once you have in your mind that you know you've got a problem that you need to deal with, it's so much easier to then deal with it. And, like, acceptance is the first... Like, awareness. Sorry, not acceptance. Awareness is the first step to acceptance. So... I probably started experiencing changes in my mental health at the same time as everyone else. So I was in year seven. Um, I was bullied pretty fucking badly through my entire schooling uh it started in about year four year five um so I would have been 10 or 11 and then 
I was bullied pretty much the entire way up until I was about 17 or 18. Um, I started self-harming when I was 12. I was 12 the first time I hurt myself. I was... Eighteen, the last time I hurt myself, um, which is like huge. Like that was five years ago this year, and like that just that's massive for me. I never thought I'd be able to say that I was five years clean from self harm because like that's a big fat fucking deal for me. Um, and I've been through like my bullying was fucking brutal like there were multiple occasions where it was like the entire school like it wasn't just one or two girls it was like yeah like there was one period especially where it was my entire grade minus probably like five people and that was horrific that was just scary there's no other way to describe it it was terrifying like and it was just I can laugh about it now because, like, some of it was actually, like, is funny in retrospect. Like, at the time, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. And now I'm like, I would rather that than what happened to me last year, any day of the week. Like, um, when I was in year seven, it was the time of, like, the lol joke Facebook pages. So it was, like, the Facebook page was, like, XYZ, lol joke, XYZ. Like, so, for example, there was one made about me that was, like, um, what did it say? I'm super funny and hot, lol jokes, I'm Laura Rose, um, I had a few of these, um, I'm not annoying as fuck, lol jokes, I'm Laura Rose, um, kids are fucking savage, like, seriously, kids are fucking crazy, um, yeah, it was, like, pretty savage, it was brutal, there was one girl in particular who, like, made my life a living hell, and like yeah in year 10 she like tried to hit me and threatened to hit me all the time um because of something that happened between myself and her ex-boyfriend and like yeah it was scary it was scary for a long time but I knew that she was going through like similar mental health issues like um I don't want to assume, but I would probably guess she was feeling quite anxious and sad and depressed as well. Um, and I know that she, uh, I don't know if she, uh, I'm not going to make that comment. I'm not going to go into what she did to deal with that or anything because I don't 100% know. Obviously, we weren't fucking friends. She made my life a living hell. Um, to the point where I literally bumped like didn't even bump into her we were standing on opposite sides of a store in a shopping center in Canberra maybe it was more than six months ago but I saw her made direct eye contact with her and my stomach literally dropped I felt sick and I was so anxious and I nearly had a panic attack and I was with uh, one of my friends from work and one of my friends that I met through my work wife and I was like, can we leave now? I, I need to leave. I need to leave immediately. I need to get the fuck out of here now. 
She was like, what's going on? I was like, I tell you when we're outside. And I literally have never moved so quickly through a store because I was like, get me the fuck out of here. I can't be in the same room as her. I can't. I was taken straight back. And this is like me being a powerful woman now. Like, I'm a boss. I'm I'm impressive. I'm incredible. Like, I know all of these things about myself because I have, like, learned to love who I am. But in 0.2 seconds, it was a millisecond of eye contact and I went straight back to that 13, 14, 15, 16-year-old Laura who was terrified of this girl, who was terrified of not being liked by this girl, who was so upset every time this girl said something bad about her, who this girl spread rumours about and made fun of and bullied me. And it was just... I hated it. I hated that that was all it took for me to go straight back to that point where I was so nervous to be who I am. And like, it's surreal because this girl follows me on Instagram now. After this many years, she follows my Instagram. She sees my stuff. And I'm just like, she probably has no idea that she she hurt me in such a way that like I don't know it's just surreal to think that she would have no idea of what she actually caused for me like she has no idea that part of the reason I tried to take my own life a couple of times was because of the way she inadvertently made me feel and, like, she had have no idea that I used to think about what she said every night before I go to bed and hurt myself because of the way she made me feel. And that's just insane. Like, this girl who wouldn't know me from a bar of soap, I don't even know if she recognised me in that store. Like, that's how long it's been. That's how fucking crazy it is to me because all I could think about in that moment was every bad feeling I've ever felt because of her and how small she used to make me feel and I went straight back to feeling that small again like that's ludicrous to me that all it took was making eye contact with her for like a single second And it was hard. Like, I had to build myself back up after that. I really did. Because it it was fucking hard, man. And, like... It fucking stung. It really fucking stung. Like... I'm still in shock about it, to be honest. Because it's just... That's so not me anymore. And I just can't believe that, that A, I ever let myself get to that point where I was scared of someone like that, but also B, that I ever let myself go back there even for a second. And I think part of it is like that inbuilt, like intrinsic, like the now intrinsic knowledge of who that person is, um, 
because <clears throat> I just and like I said she'd have no freaking clue who I am like if if she even recognized me that day like she would like I don't I like I said I don't even think she would have recognized me because I'm such a different person now but at the same time I'm kind of like how would you how would you not recognize me you know I don't know it's just like such a wild feeling to me that I have become such a different human being and like it's kind of it's strange now because I'm spending time with people that I was friends with when outside of school when I was going through all the shit in school and I look at them and I look at how I used to be with them because of what was going on at school and it's just like holy shit like I just can't put into words the difference in who I am as a person now compared to who I was back then and it's just like it's crazy to me because I'm like this is fucking wild like if 13 year old Laura could see 23 year old Laura she would be blown away like if if the Laura that I used to be could see the Laura that I am today like even four years ago five years ago she would be so fucking proud of who I am because she knew what it took to get me here and she that Laura is just so lucky to she's got no idea what to expect and I think part of that is is kind of cool because she really she's got no clue what's about to hit her and like that's fine she can stay in the dark for a little while longer leave her be but I just think like I just imagine what it's like for her and I think about what it would be like for her to be in school these days like she'd be ripped to pieces but then I think about I'm like actually she probably wouldn't because kids are actually not complete fucking wankers now like when I was in school everyone was savage like savage kids were mean like kids were feckin brutal like it didn't matter like no one gave a crap where you'd come from or where you were going but if you weren't one of the cool kids you weren't one of the cool kids like you didn't have an option like it's just bonkers to me to think about the fact that like I don't think many schools are like that now Like, I think a lot of schools have gotten a lot better at identifying bullies and weeding them out early. Plus, I think kids are just a lot more accepting these days. Like, my cousins are 16, and, like, I've got 
cousins in Sydney, Melbourne and Perth, as well as uh, my older cousins who uh, one of them's living on the Central Coast at the minute. That's really my only older cousin too, though. Anyway, um, but these, 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 these kids in my life that I'm just amazed by their maturity and the honesty and their ability to call out bullshit. Like, these kids are badass. Like, I'm serious. These kids are incredible. And, like, I was having this conversation with one of my, with actually both of my cousins from Melbourne, in that, like, they've got friends who are um, part of the LGBTQ community. And, like, my two little, I say little, they're not little. One of them's, like, fucking full grown up almost not really she's like 16 but um these kids are like full grown adults they're just woke as hell like she's like yeah this person's part of the LGBT community but like that doesn't matter like and it's, it's not like that it's very very badly worded um compared to what she said but she's so aware of her peers and kids talk openly and honestly about their their issues and like I just my gut tells me that these kids if they see someone being bullied they're calling it out like they would surely like they would a hundred percent call it out if someone was like and if someone was being bullied they would have something to say about it and I think that's like the most beautiful thing for me is that especially with these with these kids that I am literally related to by blood it's just like so refreshing to see them actively taking a stance against the shit in this world that is wrong because lord knows no one did when i was in school people didn't give a shit about anyone else's feelings no one gave two fucks like no one gave two fucks about anyone else everyone was like particularly in my school like I went to a low socioeconomic area public school right so I went to a school where we had a bomb scare every 12 months minimum minimum every 12 months we had someone threaten our school with a bomb and that was just what happened in my school that was just the that was the norm that was the huge that was just what happened and um I think it's not that surprise. Well, how do I phrase this? Like that's that didn't come as a surprise to anyone. And like most people, when they say, "Oh, what school did you go to?" and I tell them what school I went to, they're like, "Oh, really?" And I'm like, "Yeah," because that's the school I went to is not well known for turning out smart, whole, rounded individuals. 
This is mostly known for turning out criminals and I don't mean to sound judgmental but it's going to come off as judgmental. My school's notorious for teen mums and um yeah I just it's hard talking about my school because I loved it so much and even with all of the bullshit I went through there I still had a wonderful experience there and my teachers were amazing and I felt so lucky to be there every day because I got to be somewhere where I was learning and I was being taught shit that I thought mattered like I got to read like I had teachers that challenged me when I needed to be challenged I had like I had the best teachers at my school because I spoke to them and I was honest about them so it took a long time for me to be honest about what was going on um I when the bullying first started I got into a lot of trouble um at school because I um how do I phrase this delicately I got into a lot of trouble at school because I stopped I just stopped doing fucking everything I didn't give a shit anymore I stopped concentrating stopped participating in class I just didn't fucking care and I was getting in trouble heaps and I got to the point where I was pulled aside by this fantastic teacher who to this day is still like I would I swear like she's just amazing and I would still to this day like drop everything to be in one of her classes like I've been I haven't been in school for like five years this year and I would still be like okay what do you need me to do for this class like I love her love 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 her anyway so this teacher pulled me aside and was like what is going on because you are not you at the moment and we need to work out how to you know how to how to get you back on track and I said to her I was like I hate being here I hate being in class with this individual I hate this I hate that and then I spilled my guts told her everything that was happening spilled my guts told my parents everything that was happening and that was hard I hated that I really did that was brutal um because It was just horrible. And so, yeah, I um, got moved out of that class and I'm very thankful that that teacher did it and I'm so glad that I got to spend the rest of my schooling years surrounded by incredible people. Um, I only have one friend from high school still and she is amazing um I love her so much would do anything to make her happy um she's just the best ever but um yeah it was just like I had a really rough I went to a rough school that's the best way to phrase it and I don't like I said I don't like talking bad about my school because I got everything I needed to out of that place however the environment that I was in 
was hard. It was hard. There's no ifs, buts, coconuts about it. It was fucking hard, dude. I was bullied day in, day out for years. For fucking years. Like, literal years. And, like, that's shit. And, like, no kid should ever have to go through school feeling like they are not welcome where they need to be to learn. Like, no kid deserves to go through school feeling like they can't be there, feeling like they're not allowed to be there, feeling like if they're there, they're in danger. Because it got to the point that that's what it was like being there for me. And it's scary. It's scary as a kid to go into a place and be like, I'm in danger. Like, that's fucked. (laughs) It's terrifying. But at the same time, you know, it's just kind of like... That shit made me who I am. Like, that made me a better, stronger human being. And at the end of the day, even with all the bullshit, I still probably wouldn't change it. And I can't tell if that's because I'm a glutton for punishment or if because I actually valued my time at that school so much. Like, I don't know. I just loved it. I loved what I did there. I loved the people I was with 98% of the time. And like I said, I met my best fucking friend there. Like, without her, like, I only have one friend from school and it is her. And she is a dream. And I love her. So, yeah. School was hard for me. And a lot of my mental health problems initiated and read their ugly heads during school that's the moral of this story is that my depression and anxiety started when I was 13 I was formally diagnosed at how old was I I would have been 17 and I started medication at 23 I put off medication for over a year, over 10 years, because I didn't want to rely on someone else to make me feel better. I wanted to do it on my own, for myself, without help. And clearly it didn't fucking work. But yeah. That's kind of my whole mental health story from start to finish there's so like there's so nuanced and there's so many other things that have contributed to positive and men- like negative mental health like someone said to me today I really you really can't catch a break can you and I think that is the best way to describe my entire existence on this fucking planet is like I cannot catch a break at all but it's not like I'm like I don't like to dwell and I don't I think like that when I'm in my really dark periods I think why is this happening to me but to be honest with you I'd rather it happen to me than anyone else like I'd rather myself have to go through this shit than my like my high school best friend or my work wife or 
my Brittany or my M or my Bronte or anyone. Like, I would much rather have to deal with it myself than watch one of my friends go through what I'm go- what I've been through. Like, I wouldn't, mm, I wouldn't cope if it was someone else because it's me. I can deal with it, but if it was someone else, nah, couldn't do that. That'd kill me. That'd fucking kill me. So yeah, that's me. That's my mental health. God, I feel so much better after talking right now. Seriously, this podcast is like therapy to me. Um, yeah. Sorry, this week was just a lot. It was a bit much. It was a bit much, to be honest. Um, next week, I will hopefully have a guest on. I just have to convince her to record with me. Um, which I don't think will be particularly hard. But yeah. Thank you so much for coming on this little journey for me. Um, if anything that has been said today has triggered you, please seek help from your support network, from uh, Lifeline, Beyond Blue, your therapist, um, BetterHelp, Headspace, the Black Dog Institute. Um, and if you are really struggling and you are in an emergency situation within yourself, please call Dal, like triple zero. Fucking call the ambulance. Get them there. Um, I have a wonderful human being. I'm not sure if he listens to the podcast, but I know one of the psychologists that works in, I, I know someone who works in um, that uh, like emergency department mental health unit. Um, and he's just the best human being ever. And if you get to the hospital and you have him looking after you you will be in the best hands ever so please dial triple zero if something is going wrong like seriously we lose too many people a year to suicide and it's just as someone who's tried to take her own life more than once don't like don't bother like if I'd succeeded at taking my own life, I would never have met my ex-partner. I would never have met Brit. I would never have met Em. I'd never met Bronte or my work wife or started an amazing career or finished uni or experienced half of what I have. I would never have studied at Cambridge. I would never have been able to say goodbye to my grandmother. Like there's so many things that I would have missed out on had I succeeded in taking my own life. And, like, to be fair, I was never going to succeed because I accidentally tried to kill myself with um, herbal medication, uh, which is, like, the most embarrassing part of it. And, like, at the time it was so bad because I was like, I can't even do this right. But now I'm like, lol, you fucking idiot. Um, so, yeah, please reach out if you have any questions. Um, next week, obviously, I'll try and get a guest. Um, and then the week after, I'm going to do a solo ep about worst fuck boy experiences and boy oh boy do i have some dingers all right have a wicked week um big love talk to you guys soon bye